Welcome to the Tangent Lounge, I'm Gary. I'm Gary. Oh, shit! Hi! Sorry! Sorry! You this know, is story, just story. When you bring your CPAP to the recording, <laughs> it's a giveaway that something's up. Tell us why you're sleepy. I've just been doing too goddamn much. Which explains, and we'll apologize now to the listeners, why it's been so goddamn long. Right. Since we've put a show out or made any new content. And Super my fault. It's Well, no. It's uh, we, we uh, me, me and the uh, Mrs. E are, uh, it's kind of like me and Mr. Jones. Me and Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Oh, that was my that. debut, bitches. Wow, goddamn, she's gonna be better when she starts getting more drinking now. <laughs> uh, we have been in mass project mode, mass go like fucking bats out of hell mode, and uh, <laughs> are ready for a moment of sitting and breathing. Respite. Yes. Respite. So what's going on then? Why don't uh, you tell us what's happening? Oh well, I, I believe you've got uh, you've got the floor. I do have the floor. Bob, pull, pull it out. Well, oh, hey. Bring on the filibuster. <laughs> <laughs> I know Dustbuster no more. Do you have the phone book? Then get started on that. Um, well, this is the interesting part. I had to, as, as the viewers know, because they love the Vag stories, the Vag spelunking right, stories. Yeah, let's they love, get, get, to get the Vag update. They here. love that. Um, Vag update 2016. Um, well, you know, you had to have the follow up because as some listeners may not know, um, I have some, some rockin' fibroids in my, my girly barracks. Fibroid just has a, it sounds like a, a chunk of SOS pad. Fibrous. Well, or, sometimes it can feel that way, which okay. is super awesome. Okay. Um, so it anywho, does not sound pleasant. Yeah. I had one that uh, we named, I named Dart Van Landingham. Mm-hmm. Now he has a twin. How is Dart? Dart, Dart grew a little bit. Oh. But not as much as they thought. So and that's now good. he has an evil twin with a goatee? Um, he, yeah. Womsey. Womsey. Oh. Womsey is his twin. Um, From another mother. Yeah. So went into the gynecologist, you know, because they did the second round of transvaginal probing. Right, we talked about this. You have to have the sting. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had the one. The very first Vag episodes was the transvaginal probe episode, which right, is right. now I, apparently in the Radio Hall of Fame. Which I, at the time, thought men that came in sideways, and I've been corrected. <laughs> Ouch. Um, anyway, had to have round two of that. Okay. Okay. And now I'm just, I'm an old pro. I'm all just yeah, bring, it, bring on, it on. Just, yeah, get it yeah, in there. Yeah. Get in there. Stuart, I mean, re- gonna call that probe Stuart. Yeah, really get in there. Yeah. Right. And I went to my Bottle gynecologist. Brush. <laughs> <laughs> went to my gynecologist, whose name is Doctor Leba. No, it, I swear to God, you make things up like this. I and people am won't not. Believe you. This is the real thing. You can Google her, <laughs> Doctor Leba. Wow. Okay. I know. So, but anyway, I, only I would have a gynecologist. Is she someone of uh, of uh, otherly origin, or is she uh... otherly, like space alien, or what are you talking about? No, she no. Not building a space railroad. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, super cool though, and she you know came in and you know she was doing her little version of the in the squeeze, the press, the pressing, the. Does she have the small hands of a squirrel that pre- um, predilect decides I... the name that that would be what she does for a living? <laughs> <laughs> no, but she, I mean, she was very good at what she does, right? Sure. And she was like, hey, I was ready to tell you, you know, get a hysterectomy, but, you know, nothing has, is... Because we're no, having a special. Right, yeah, because we're having a two-for-one, and you can get... Um, but <laughs> she said there's no, you know, it, it's it's not out of control right now, and there's no, you're not having any pain. So she said, let's just wait for menopause, you know. However, I, I did get some interesting news that apparently my uterus is three and a half months pregnant. Oh. Not with a child. It just has swollen to the size of a uterus. Is this riveting? I hope people are eating like spaghetti ravioli right now. Oh, this I is, do this have is a the pizza talk. in the oven. This is the talk. Some tomato <laughs> sauce on it, but I guess the I dinner guests enchanted. And the cheese. Anyway, <laughs> I'll have bread. So yeah, so I have a three and a half month pregnant uterus that's trying to support this this uh, Dart Van Lanningham. What is what is with child without child? With that? child, without child. So in essence, your uterus is swollen to the size of a three and a half month pregnancy. I believe the Beatles said it best when they said, life goes on within you and without you. Yes, they did. Oh, well done. Thank you. Well done. The voice is calling. It is. By the way. So, there, so there's that. So she said, you know, okay, we're fine. We're good. Blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, left. I'm giggling about Dr. Leba. Tried to keep a straight face. Because you yeah. can't. Well, and once you start giggling, they can't get in there because yeah. you got the the whole thing going on. Well, yeah, it's see, like you're coughing. Well, yeah, and the whole thing about um, 
the, we talked about Kegel exercises. Right. And I have always espoused that if I do like one Kegel, I bust out in a sweat. I'm that out of shape. Sure. So I can't do those because I, I, I really, stop at 10. Yeah. I would actually have to have like a, a videotape accompaniment to actually show me through this. And you, know, you can do it and breathe and, you know. Yeah. Richard Simmons has a great one. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> You know, there have been so many years that I have lived on this planet that I was not forced to think about Richard Simmons doing Kegel exercises. Thank you. Try now forward not to. <laughs> well. So, okay. So, yeah, i just been busy as fuck. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. going. I'm, I'm doing. You're, the, you're working on an uh, advanced degree, are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm doing the grad classes. Usually, What's the point of this? Um, guidance counseling, because yeah. I want to actually uh, bump up to a guidance counselor position at the school I work at. Because oh, right okay. now I'm just an academic advisor, and I'd like to kind of go full counselor. Get that fat cash. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so I've been uh, taking the classes during the school year versus in the summer, because this will be the first summer I will actually maybe get to go somewhere. No. Fuck there is. Me. There's nowhere to go. I, You're here. I Right? Hold on. There's a little one for oh, okay. you. We're getting kind in of now. A little, little. It was a little yeah. slower start of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm well, not going to say it started yet, but go ahead. Yeah, it's it's down there. Right. So anyway, um, I was just working really hard uh, toward the end of the school year and blah blah blah. blah. So today, today we had our spring celebration, and we're an online school, so we have. I'm not going to say it's hot as fuck yet, but it's. It's warmer than the, spring. Yeah, it is boob sweat. Tomorrow central. is going to be 13 degrees hotter. Nothing more riveting than fucking weather talk on a podcast. Yeah, I was going to say. Jesus Christ. What are we, eight minutes on the hour? What yeah, are you doing? We, we, <laughs> weather on the eights. News traffic, traffic, sports weather. <laughs> uh, well, no, so I'm at this, I'm sweating. Right. Right. Because we had the, the y'all staff meeting first. Then we had to leave there, grab our box lunches, go over to the park in this god-awful Hades heat. And everything's really cool. I mean, the gals in the office had set up all these lovely, like, canopies for everybody. We got relay games, and we got all kinds of games for kids to play and do, and free t-shirts for them, and free this and free that. Um, and, you know, I was getting the booth kind of ready, and we had helium balloons tied in there. But they oh. were under the thing, so I said, hey, you know, let's set those up there so they can stick up and they can see our tent. Everybody's like, yeah, cool, great, whatever. <laughs> were we they had, tied to anything? None <laughs> One of our um, assistant principals came around mm. and said, I'm sorry, guys. Can you? We're asking everybody to get rid of their helium balloons because one child here has a latex allergy. Now, I want that to sink in on your motherfucking brains out there in La La Land. How many children total? I, oh, hundreds were here today. Hundreds of children. One, one latex student has a latex allergy. I believe that maybe letting the pedophile janitor know not to use a condom on that particular <laughs> student would be a more... Yeah, we were thinking actually of just do, doing like lambskin condoms and blow them up next year. There you go. Uh, I, I These was... are helium-filled balloons in the air in on the a hot air, day. In the air, above the tent. So I'm six feet tall. Right. These were at least eight feet in the air. Okay. Okay. And these children are all... Elementary school, okay. probably. Right, right. There is no... None of them bigger than eight feet? Fucking way in hell. And you're outdoors. Kid, right. Outdoors. Totally outdoors. Jesus There's no Christ. fucking way in hell that their kid could have had. And see, here's the madness. Did, was this because mom called ahead to make sure that this was going to be no, a latex-free environment? she didn't. Oh. That's the problem. Because every year we haven't had them because they've shown up to stuff recently. And they haven't been showing up to anything or letting us know they were coming. Well, they came and didn't tell anybody. So after they spent all the money on the helium tanks, mm-hmm. all the money on the balloons and the strings and, and the this and it together. this and putting it all together. Yep. And one of our staff. How um, many, how, on average, would you say how many balloons were there probably in this whole event? Oh, man, I don't even know. I mean, we had at least five per booth. We had probably 15 booths, 20, I, you know, and then we had one that was set up for balloon animals. Oh, Mike, the the belly of the beast. Yeah, right. I know, right? (laughs) So he didn't get to do it because he does balloon animals every year because he went to clown college. Well, that's a thing. Rocks the balloon animals. (laughs) I love that episode of The Simpsons when he goes to clown college. Right. We didn't get to do it. So I'm just livid. I'm just like, okay, so next year, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get some latex balloons. I'm going to put some fucking peanut butter on them. I'm going to give them to every goddamn kid in there. Okay? (laughs) That'll get them both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wipe Put out those. Put some listeria in there. Yeah. Get Arr! Arr! Sorry. I did, I'm just, come on. I know. 
And what, I, what does the latex allergy actually do to this kid? Do they give him a little itchy hive, or is this like an anaphylactic situation where this kid could die if you went with it? Even if it's anaphylactic, I could see stopping the balloon animals, but here's the thing don't get one. Right. Don't get one. Exactly. If you don't um, want an abortion, don't some, get one. You know, non latex gloves to this event. So if you touch something. Well, all the kids have to put on the latex suit. Just don't let that kid do it. <laughs> and, you know, because you know From how much balloons. American Horror Story. How much second balloons season. flake, right? <laughs> Because yeah. I hate my balloons. Balloons of psoriasis is a serious super issue. They're flaky. God damn it. I'm done. I, I, there are, uh, the, region, the reasons that, I, that I'm glad that we don't have children are legion. But among them are not to have to uh, engage in kid shit with other people and their kids and their parents and mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Having a couple of kids at home or a kid at home might be kind of lovely. Mm-hmm. You know, the... The part that doesn't suck anyway. Yeah. The, I could see, I can imagine, because I get it from the puppy and the yeah. enjoyment of life and yeah. the sweetness and the cuteness and the loving and the, the hugging and the holding and yeah. all that stuff. But then the whole, everybody, you know, we don't need to go into all that negative, negativity, but the idea of like, oh, right, you've been busting your ass all week. Uh, Got to have half a Saturday go be you sitting outside the soccer field while Junior runs around in a circle looking at butterflies and you've got an yeah. asshole over here screaming at their kid that they're not doing. He's going to get a badge or a, or a trophy anyway because he showed up. Right, right. So there's yeah, that. The participation. Yeah. And then everybody's allergic to everything. And the oh, my God. We cannot have food. Right. At our events. No. And we also tell people when we have field trips that they cannot bring it because it might have a distant peanut somewhere. How did we as a society, how did we as as human beings, not even a society, as an organism, how did we evolve beyond well, I think our, where we could be killed by a fucking peanut? Our immune system is pussying out. Oh, sure. Well, not just that. But right. Yeah, it's starting Because there. there's legitimate um, concerns. I finally actually researched it and there are some legitimate concerns with the peanut thing because mm. apparently somehow i guess how they're processing them now i don't know there's some sort of resistant mold or bacteria or something that grows on the outside of the shell mm-hmm. that people have become allergic to so i'm thinking that there are you know new things coming out that make people allergic but i think it's getting out of control when one person can dictate sure to a crowd of hundreds emphasis on dick yeah. <laughs> To a crowd of hundreds, what can and cannot happen because... Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the listener, I just paused for a second. Yeah, let's not lie. The puppy wanted to go outside. And, yeah, let's know, not lie. In the, in the blast furnace heat and uh, pretend that she wants to be out there. And I'm sure in mere seconds we'll hear her uh-huh. clicking at uh-huh. the door to come back in. Indeed. So, yeah, people's, people suck and their kids suck, and <laughs> there are entirely too many of all of us. And yeah, see, it's weird to be a teacher and be like a zero population growth person. Yeah. You know, they <laughs> you don't kinda, quite get that. Kind of go across. But the thing is, though, I, I do enjoy teaching kids. That's the weird thing. I just don't want them. Mm-hmm. But I, I also believe that they should behave. Like WC Fields, I like it when they go away. So I don't even want them either. I told you about playing You Touched It Last. Mm-mm. Did I tell you about that? No. Uh, when I was living in Kingman, Arizona. Is that like hide the salami? Yeah, well, mm, let's hope not. <laughs> um, a friend of mine who was my principal for a while and a teacher with me, she's amazing, and she had um, kids of her own, and one of her, her eldest daughter uh, had a, a baby. And this little one, um, his intestinal tract did not form properly all the way, so it had took time to actually grow when he was out of utero. So when he had to go poopy, traumatic, painful, mm horrible so i used to like sing good thing you only do that once a month yeah (laughs) so like sing to him and you know all that stuff but we used to play when he got better and he can wear little diapers and stuff and um we would time it so that we knew he had a change we go oh can you hold gavin for a minute you touched it last and (laughs) we'd have to go do the diaper so that was you touched it last oh okay yeah that's there you go that's some good parenting it is right on <laughs> Not my kid. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't even need to get into diapers. Well, which... maybe I do. I am getting. I'm pushing fifty three. Well, so yeah, all in good time. Uh, I'm in a. I'm in a show about old people and death and bullshit. So what? Yeah, yeah. When? Doing. Uh, uh, it's the reader next reader show at the end of June. Is it? What is it called? It is called Tuesdays with Maury. Oh, I know 
about Tuesdays with Maury? Everybody does. Okay. It's a, it's a sad show. It's, it's sweet, and it's mm-hmm. kind of poignant. And it's actually one of these uh, kind of good reminders that you're living your life right if you don't feel like a fuck-up while you're rehearsing mm-hmm. it. Because it's Ooh. one of these... It's in, and it's an interesting conundrum because we're in your 30s and 40s and 20s and wherever we are as adults and 50s, mm-hmm. we're all trying to make ends meet and feed our families and do all these things and have goals mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And obviously being out there with everybody else doing it, and it's time consuming. It takes away from your family and your right. priorities and yeah, all that shit. Right. And there are so many morals to so many stories that are well, you you really have some regrets here because you should have spent more time throwing the ball around with Junior, which kills me. Uh, just a quick tangent. The idea that everybody wants to have a boy so they can throw a ball to him. I threw a ball with my dad one time. <laughs> hit me in the fucking head. Uh, that, that explains a whole a lot. Yeah. And it okay. was a medicine ball. No, the uh, the romanticism of yeah. let's have kids and I'm going yeah. to take, you know, ugh. anyway. Yeah. So, uh, we're probably alienating more, like eighty percent of our audience right now. Well, uh, at least we're down to eighty, so that's something. Like, shut up, we are not. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, for some reason, our readers' theater in this area, which uh, for those who aren't in the know, uh, readers' theater is much like story time. Uh, you stage reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're reading off the script to the audience from a music stand, generally. Uh, there's some acting, some facial stuff going on, and you're you're sometimes a costume change or two, a little bit of stage movement, but not a standard show. It's really minimalist. It is, but it can be very enjoyable. Some of the best shows I've been in and Ooh. seen are readers' shows because it, it it really is transportive, kind of like a podcast or an audiobook, Ooh. but with a little bit of visual to go with it, mm-hmm. and the enjoyable part of theater of sitting in a hot room next to strangers trying not to fart, <laughs> and it uh, that's. <laughs> or trying. That's going to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> Theater. Sitting in a room with a hot room with strangers trying not to fart. Right. Come enjoy for $11 for seniors. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I've enjoyed the, the reader shows and outside of the, the Michael Winder shows, I don't have energy or time for anything else. Right. But for some reason, this readers group has decided that everything has to be a bummer. <laughs> What the hell? Yo? I don't know. I know Michael's done some funny shows. Well, yeah. We've done some some stuff that's creative and great yeah. and fun and, yeah. and everything else. But I've seen it's like it's the season of the bummer. Ah, uh, well, not just this season. We've you know, Mrs. E and I did uh, uh, Rabbit Hole about losing a child. See, I did not see that one. There was I uh, no, I did not. You're, it was did worth. I? It was me crying on stage. I did see that one. Full that's on bawling. Right. That's right. Uh, and I'm going to have to go on this one too. It's, uh, uh, there was one after that called buried child, which is a little more on the nose. Um, the rabbit hole one, uh, uh, couple brought their little young daughter to it. And then motherfucker was, uh, was espoused a few times there in the beginning of the show. So they took her out only to find out it was her birthday. Well, and it's not Alice in Wonderland. Read, I mean, do some research. Just don't wander in and go, Oh, down the rabbit hole. That obviously must be. Well, I mean, ask the door people for crying right. out loud. Yeah, ask yeah. the box office. What yeah. is this about? So, who knows? But <coughs> as fun as these shows can be, then for some reason there's a long string of like heavy drama. And the last reader show I did was Under Milkwood by Dylan Thomas, which was. Uh, yeah. 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 It had its place, it. but it would have been more enjoyed as a sleep aid. You know, at at night to maybe listen to this show and kind of picture the town of interesting people and then Was drift it the off. Was the Tylenol PM of literature? Is what you're telling me? <laughs> Effectively, yes. <laughs> so I'm doing this one as a favor to the director, who's a friend, and and it's fine and it's who's good. Directing John Sams. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Good people and and the John. Yes. It's a two man. It's pretty much a, a two man show. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we're else is in it? Uh, Dick Wyman. Oh yeah, great show with him. Great, great, great voice and and presence. So I mean, it's it's a good show and it's well written and Mm -hmm. it's it's an emotional experience and all that. It's just eh, not my cup of tea overall. We're having a a decent there now. The show has begun begun. at nineteen minutes eleven seconds. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Way to way to pack it in. Make (laughs) you're you're creating a sense of of uh, anticipation. Is that what it is? That's what for the next episode where there's more burping. There must be. Uh Oh, what's that? I look over the shoulder to see. The six-second six countdown We're about pizza. to beep for the uh, pizza. Oh, oh and there, there it is. is. Hey, listener, why don't you join me in a freshetta? Pause. And we're back. We have our uh, our sustenance here so that yep. we can make foodie noises into your ears if I'm you're sorry, wearing earbuds. And we're here, to, we're here to do that. 
So yeah, I'm, uh, the show's good um, so far. Well, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, I'm not necessarily going to say don't come to it. I'm not going to say go to it. Um, no, if I can, I will because it's, it's sporting. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you'll get to see me cry like a little girl. I could make you do that right now. Yeah, <laughs> if you want me to. I could, like <laughs> the usual way. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, we're uh, what are we doing? We're doing tons of projects around here. We, uh, Mrs. E and I have been building a greenhouse, uh, yes. which I was able to. <laughs> it's funny where you go. Okay, we're going to do this by hand. So give right. me a shovel. We get out there. We're going to dig our own foundation, our own footing. Put the shovel in the ground. Push it down with your foot. Go fuck this. Where's the rental company? And we got an, an excavator. Yep. And it turns out they make an excavator that will squeeze through our fence, uh, through the gate in our fence. Nice. Out there digging that up uh, and then, you know, start mixing concrete. I mean, we're serious about this thing. So um, mixing concrete in a wheelbarrow. Okay, fuck this. Where's the rental company? And we get a, uh, a concrete mixer. And uh, I have now physically moved in 80-pound increments 6,037 pounds of concrete. Wow. Dry and then added water and the moving and everything. And Good thing you're in shape, my friend. Oh, geez. Well, One oh, that, bag would kill me. That's a funny thing. Uh, she, Mrs. E just picked up this fancy new uh, thermo or uh, what the thing you stand on in the bathroom. That would be scale. scale right. right. Okay. <laughs> Makes the same kind of numbery things. Uh, and it, it, it apps to your phone and tells you your oh. BMI and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I am two pounds from obese. Fuck you. You oh, are not. Overweight, two pounds from obese. According to my BMI for my height and weight. <laughs> That's okay. First of all, for the for the listener at home, <laughs> Gary is felt as fuck. Okay, uh, you, he's cut. I once he's thought so. felt, and, and and now I've got technology telling me otherwise. You're, that's come on. So that's that's a bit. Then I would be technically dead. That's a well. My whole family. I'm like, we got to come up with a new word then, because <laughs> yeah, really, because I'm I'm dead. Yeah, by it, that standard. But, um, yeah, it's, as I eat my pizza with my ranch dressing. And, yeah, I'm about to uh, partake. My myself. gut hanging out. But uh, yeah, so so between that and we we uh, as the listener knows, we just got back from Hawaii, and then I was supposed to for my birthday. Oh, it was like the ultimate hookup. This this is the proof of the love that I have of a good woman. Mm-hmm. I had within my reach yeah. the opportunity to drive a Lamborghini Ooh. Gallardo or a Ferrari F430 I could just not decide it was Sophie's choice who do I take they're so beautiful okay and... first of all Sophie's choice aren't you that, isn't that come bit on of a stretch now. come on <laughs> or Silkwood same actress anyway <laughs> uh, I was just I was this close last weekend we were going to go be going to Washington Emerald Downs Raceway I was going to get to drive one of these beautiful luxury uh, uh Ultra cars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on, uh, not just on on the road for you know mm-hmm. thirty five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. We were talking hundred at plus miles an hour what? for three laps on. Oh, it was I was looking forward how, to it. How how did you score this? It was a Groupon thing, which which kind of was a bit of a giveaway. That like okay, so I looked them up. The the, the company's called uh, Gotham yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Dream Cars. Okay. Right, <laughs> and they have a whole slew of these cars. They're rent, they're a rental company, okay. so you can rent uh, like a McLaren for a weekend for twenty five hundred dollars or Fuck what me. have you. Yeah, Jesus, ridiculous. Or you could get this this smoking deal for like a, a buck fifty and go drive on a racetrack for. And I'm like, how do you take mm-hmm. a three hundred thousand dollar car, mm-hmm. give it to some retard who doesn't know how to drive one? <laughs> Charge them 150 bucks and make a living. And lo and behold, what do you know? They just kind of decided we either, I don't know if it's that we're not in this business anymore or it, it was kind of a rainy time. So maybe we didn't want said Joe Bob retard could, right. could come up with 150 to drive our ultra expensive race cars on rainy, wet, yeah. wet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't part of it. That wasn't like, oh, by the way, we've been rained out. We'll reschedule. There was talk of rescheduling. But there was also, and, and and the sad thing is, is this was also going to be a uh, previous guest of the podcast, Brendan's birthday. He was mm. his 20, 21-er. Mm. It was going to be his birthday present as well. Oh. So it was like, here we go. Mm. We're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight him for the Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. It was going to be amazing. And soup, it's vapor. So what? now here we are. What do you mean it's vapor? What? They, they canceled two days in advance it was thursday i believe we were doing it saturday oh email hey this isn't happening uh you know cancel your hotel reservation cancel your dog sitter cancel and your... no reason no we'll reschedule maybe well we 
pursued and got a refund and we'll, well, yeah. we'll see if it ever happens sometime in the future. But in the meantime, I got to do more concrete. So that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they were not going to give you a refund though. That was a, that was a confusing thing. It was through Tra- travel zoo, which is one of these lids kind of a group on sort of a I get Larry of that group on ship. Sorry. Yeah. You, know, uh, you, you got to wonder. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, Full refund, everything's cool, okay. but it was one of those two because it's third party. So mm-hmm. you kind of wonder: Are they going to honor? Eh, who knows? Right. Yeah, but ultimate, ultimate first world problem. <laughs> right. I'm going to cry real tears because I didn't get to drive a Lamborghini. God damn it! <laughs> hashtag, hashtag spoiled bastard. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, I, I the fact that she put it together in the first place is very sweet. And well, I, yeah, I it mean, was, it was the thought that counts. Yeah, yeah. And at some point in time, maybe you'll find some place to drive a Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. Why not? I know. I, I, I guarantee that two thirds of the excitement is that so the dude can have his picture taken and put it on Facebook with the car. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Increasing that dating pool. Right. Yeah, that'll become your <laughs> there uh, we go. Your Tinder pick I'm or however <laughs> that works. Your Tinder pick. Yeah. yeah. Pick that Tinder. Oh, now we're rolling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bull, bull, bull balls it up. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to take two seconds. It will seem like nothing to the listener to keep yeah. you from hearing my mouth noises, and I'm going to eat some of this shit. It's totally Okay, for the listener, we just, uh, we're changing subjects completely, being as this is a tangent <laughs> lounge, and to you it was seconds, but to us, it Dang was uh, some pizza and some walking around the backyard looking at my Huge slab of concrete out there, and That's a lot of euphemism. And our uh, we we uh, we Mrs. E and I uh, for the longtime listeners know that we are chicken keepers, and we just got two. Uh, no, actually four. We've we've doubled our flock. We now have, in addition to uh, Melba and Cinnamon, the Toasty Twins, we have our original chickens from six years ago. Now, uh, a little chicken husbandry uh, comedy podcast going on here that uh, uh, chickens are supposed to lay for three seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they live for 12 and sponge off you the entire time. Uh, our chickens, uh, the Americana, if you're out there, you're, if you're on the fence about chickens and you think that you want to, to, to parlay a, a flock, uh, it's not, it doesn't, it's like, it's like a guy when he says, I'm going to go hunting for food for the family to right. save money. Right. No, by the time he spends all the money on his gas and his truck and his, his gun gear, and his everything, yeah. his gear and yeah. that, 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 that that deer costs $85 a pound <laughs> and the same thing with these eggs. They're $17 a piece, but they're good. And we, uh, we do enjoy them. $17. And, uh, it's Cleo and Digby chicken Caesar are our nice. second pair. They're, they're six years old and they're still cranking out these big fat luscious eggs. Nice. Yes. They're happy. Very happy. And now we have, uh, four more chickens. We have, uh, a Texas Ranger and Walker or Walker and Texas Ranger or TR for short. And Nathaniel and Superfly, so we're uh, we're we're all chickened up, and they are all the Americanas because we know a good egg when we see one. Nice. They're going to be light blue or green, beautiful, oh, very good. Yes, okay, and uh, full O. Now that comes back to the the talk of nutrition that I may have bitched about before, but the the uh, food pyramid that we all grew up with uh, okay. and our our education on nutrition that okay. said eat a whole shitload of greens, and yep. uh, eggs are full of cholesterol and bad for you. Yep. And now all that shit's out the door, yep. and I'm being told to eat. Uh, so if you had a, if you looked at a plate, a, a big cheesy omelet of ham and egg and uh, uh, sausage, uh, and and a piece of toast on that menu, the piece of toast is the bad part, and so is the orange juice. <laughs> oh yeah, or okay, what? When I was a kid, orange juice was kind of like a staple in our home because it was like, okay, this is good for you. Oh yeah. yeah. I go to my nutritionist like five years ago, and she's like, oh no. It's killing you. No, you need to only have like maybe half a cup, like like measuring cup. Right. Like, if somebody like goes into a, a diabetic coma, we give them orange juice to bring them back because it will shock their system so much because it's so chock a block full of sugar. I I'm I just. How do we believe? But I don't see I'm the human body orange, hasn't though. changed that much, and all of our knowledge is, I guess. But are we going to learn? Well, no. Here's the thing: people are killing themselves because they are over worrying about what the fuck they're eating. Mm-hmm. If you just relax, because this is Worry's the thing. A problem. Back in the day when people didn't have time to bitch and moan and worry because they either had to live through the Depression, live through a war, um, I mean, do serious ass real work right. and not sit around their asses in veal fattening pens, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't worry about shit like that. Right. They ate their food and they went to bed because they had to wake up 10 minutes later. Right. And get the work done. Exactly. They didn't have time to bitch. They didn't have time to moan. And they didn't have to, Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have time to be allergic to latex. Okay. They didn't have <laughs> any of that shit. Mm-hmm. But now we have so much fucking time on our hands. Right. 
and so many commercials about colon cancer, the number one killer. Ask your doctor. Yeah, ask your doctor. Possible I mean, side effects include a spontaneous combustion. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it, all these different, we're inundated with, with medical advertisements, and we're inundated with, eat these 10 foods and you'll lose your belly fat. Or do, it, it's, it's almost unhealthy. We're making ourselves unhealthy by worry. Yeah, too much information. Right. Because I constantly now I'm thinking every time I put something bad for me in my mouth, I have a huge guilt trip all the time, right. all the time. Yeah. Now, were I thinner, I wouldn't, but I'm chunky. So I, I said two pieces of pizza. God, I might as well go home and kill myself. You know, it's, it's that kind of mentality. Well, and it's funny now that I've been this close to obesity, according to the app. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell us that. That I, tell uh, us that. I, that I find myself making that same decision. It's like, well, uh, if I stop now, then I'm probably good. If I have one more, I could get to that obese point oh fuck it <laughs> you know and it's, it's you're not ob- you're, you're not that's what I'm you're, yeah, you're uh, no and I don't I, I, I'm fine with it I don't know it's just a it's bullshit a, thing it's but at the same time it's a electronic device is it, is it is that kind of same mindset that mm-hmm. we go through whether we have extra weight or don't or are slightly mm-hmm. concerned about it mm-hmm. it's like if I have a cookie uh, is it worth it who gives a shit I'm gonna have it and then afterwards you gotta go well I really hope it doesn't well the thing is when I, you get older cause I'm like the 52 mm-hmm. you're gonna be 52 and a half in June June 9th you count halves still I do count halves <laughs> good for you you know why cause yeah cause I can right yeah. but I you know so pushing the 53 mortality races up to you infinitely faster than when you're 40 okay and that's an interesting point about the show the uh, Tuesdays with Maury mm-hmm one okay. of the points that's brought up in it uh, by Maury, the old man who's dying of ALS, mm-hmm. and I have to learn how to pronounce aliosophic or something. Anyway, not right now. Not know. right now. <laughs> Lou, Lou Gehrig. What? Yeah, Lou Gehrig. Great, great, uh, great old Cheers joke is when uh, oh, Woody goes, "What are the odds Lou Gehrig got Lou Gehrig's disease?" Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he makes the point that he wishes he'd been aware of death his whole life instead of just later in life. Yes. And actually, I'm finding that to be sort of the case. Now, my grandma's in her early 90s and having some issues and being living in the bubble that I've lived in here in America and not have to deal with a lot, a lot, I mean, almost no loss, really. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the listeners out there can relate because we're all in the same little bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it has become kind of, you know, you become more aware and it seems like the time is short because it is. And you know that Well, it's because you're in fact, blink. there was an article about this and a friend of mine explained it to me. There actually is a shortening of time, theoretically speaking, because what happens is a five-year-old has a different concept of time. I've always thought of that. And maybe let me, let me throw this out yeah, there yeah, and yeah. see if it's the same thing. A five-year-old has five one-year divisions of life. Mm-hmm. The overall life is the same length. It's been chopped into five equal mm-hmm. pieces. Mm-hmm. A 45-year-old has fi- 45 of the same divisions of the same size life. The slices are smaller. Mm-hmm. Does that make that, me? Yeah. Is that no, part of really, it? That's it because what happens is we're going faster. If we're going up higher, we have a larger span of years we've experienced. We have a larger you know, plate of experience. The kid only has five years. Right. That's his whole thing. So time is forever. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Sarah Silverman's uh, stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. She starts out talking about how her niece is five years old. And she just told her mom that she's a lesbian. And her okay. mom grounded her. What? And she's like, can you believe that? Two weeks with no pussy. <sighs> and when you're a five-year-old, two weeks is like forever. <laughs> oh, Sarah. Yeah. Come on. I love her. But yeah, no, it's the, the whole thing just unnerves me. To be yeah, honest. But yeah I've, it I've is mind found, though, an app. There's an app for that. Sure there is. I found or an app. app that I think is going to absolutely change my life. Not to sound like an infomercial. Sure. But, because I was kind of looking for something where it's like, to remind me of shit. Because during a work day, I work from home. Working in the Google Play Store. What's the Change My Life app? <laughs> remind me of shit app. Mm-hmm. Because I work from home, so oftentimes I'll get so zoned into the computer, I'll go four hours without eating. And then it's Tuesday, and you go, wait, what happened? Yeah, what the... F- yeah, so this app is brilliant because it's a time multiple timing app, okay? So you say, let's say 7.30... I'll set for hydration. Make sure you have a big glass of water when you wake up. Wow. And it's your own voice. Oh. So you can record it to say anything you want. Of course, our own voices don't sound like our voice. So you think it's like, who is that faggot? But it's hilarious, though, <laughs> because you can say funny things. It's like, I, I, like I'll remind myself. It'll be, I'll be like, it's 9 o'clock. Eat your damn breakfast. 
You know it's nine. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean, and then you turn it off and you eat your breakfast. I mean, it literally—it's really your mother's voice when you get down to it, kind of, sort of. Yeah. But it keeps you really scheduled, Regular. like the vitamins and the this and the ba 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 and gamut, like, and it—it's amazing. Huh? It really is because it, what's it come out of? Is it on your Echo? It's free on my. Uh, I was on uh, the apps and Kindle. Or I mean, what, what device is talking to you at that point? The voice is coming out of your phone. No, out my of tablet. Your... Oh, okay. Well, it could come out of Alexa if I turn Bluetooth on. It'll come out of Alexa, but. Mm. Um, it's just fascinating because it really does just divide your whole day up and you make the choices, you set the times, you record the message, you know, cause there's little shit I should be doing like sinus, sinus rinses. I don't do them. I should do them. I mean like, ah, blow it up. Yeah. This is like boom, do, and it actually forces you to stop. It's stop interesting. Do something. It's interesting how we all go through life feeling like we're individuals and we have our own experiences and we have this, but at the same time, we're all sort of plugged in almost like a network mm-hmm. into the human experience that even though I get my satisfaction out of doing the dishes or whatever, it's the same thing. We Weirdo. all have the, yeah, it is. we all have like the, my brain needs to know that at this time, this needs to get done. When that gets done, you get like a little dopamine of I've gotten that done and now I've, I feel happy. Exactly. Yeah. It's like training yourself and eventually you won't have to use it. And then the time, when time is accounted for like that, it doesn't go off in the mist right. as quickly. And a lot of them are things just like it's one o'clock, breathe, meaning that stop, do some deep breathing, hmm. step away from the computer. Okay. And it, it's, yeah, stop, do five minutes of mindfulness. Do, you could set it for whatever you want. Wow. And it literally like will train you, and it's almost like yeah, you've achieved this goal. Yeah. Four o'clock. Time for your internet porn. Yeah. <laughs> the internet is for porn. <laughs> well, no, it, but it really does though. It kind of just sort of trains you into this thought of. In fact, I even had one that says it's ten thirty. Start reading a book and turn off the damn TV. It's time to go to bed. Read a book. Right. And so I'm like, do you lose entire? I mean, are there times that you are in this zone and your whole day? I mean, like for the most part, you are up. At work, and and all of a sudden it's bedtime, and you haven't stepped outside. Does this happen? Um, I mean, no, I go, I go out. No. I mean, I just yeah, but it's just that I just take a step outside for a while, but I don't really take care of myself because there's no division between work and home. Yeah, it's like right there. That, yeah, that's that's a. There was never, a, you know, fifteen twenty years ago, there was no telecommuting. There was no right. working at home. That was. And then, of course, once it comes on, the advent of that, people go, holy shit, I don't have to drive in traffic anymore, and I can work in my pajamas. That's amazing. This is what I want to do. But then there's that unintended consequence of your life. Yeah, yeah. Unhealthy. I've actually gotten more unhealthy since this job. Right. And it's now I have to realize, okay, because this this is the first year I've actually really started to feel my age for the first time Hmm. um, physically. So, And I know it's because I'm a chunk. So I need to reduce the chunk. I also need to bring back in the mindfulness, bring back in the stopping to breathe, bring back in, have a glass of water. And and you know? one thing that I could see being a problem, and I do see, because Mrs. E does a lot of work from home, is not uh, making that like definite separation between home and work. Mm-hmm. And when you're well, in a space that is your workplace and your home, and yeah. one thing I could see, for me, thankfully, I don't, my my job isn't one that can do that, but... The distractions for me would be a real problem. And I think once you get past that, then then the other problem is yeah. going the whole opposite direction where your focus right. is almost too much. Well, see, I'm actually very good at shutting it off. If it's 4 o'clock, it's 4 o'clock, computer down. Simpsons is on, time to stop. Yeah, stop it. I'm talking about throughout that day mm-hmm. where instead of taking my proper breaks like I should. Because right. technically you're supposed to be away from the computer 10 minutes on every hour for eye health, uh, blood circulation health, and so forth. Sure. I don't. I have a standing desk now, so that's the circulation thing's not a problem, but yeah. just the eyes and just the, the posture. I mean, just all that shit, you're not taking care of it. So this app actually allows me to stop. It forces me to stop and do a task that's not related to work mm. for like two minutes. Take your vitamins. Have a glass of water. Have a bum fight. Kill a <laughs> gopher. Yeah. Have a gopher bum fight. Oh, see now it's that's so cute. I mean, the time that's spent in, in making the little bum hobo clothes for the for the gophers, and they don't like wearing them, especially if you don't make the hole for the tail. But once you get them into it, then they're just about the fighting, and they don't really care that they're wearing a little shirt with. Can I talk about my it. vagina again? Okay, okay. Here's a callback <laughs> to the earlier part. Now, for the listener, hmm. I'm not a hoe. 
I'm not. I'm not promiscuous. I'm very selective. I understand you I do have, have a sex. pregnant u- a uterus. Yeah, I do have a pregnant uterus. Fine. Um, I I am pregnant with happened. a uterus. Is basically what it oh. is. Um, so you know, I haven't had sex in uh, decades. It feels like almost not really, but I mean, it's been a long time, right? Sure, sure. Because I'm just kind of picky. Not sex you don't pay for, but go on. But yeah, there's that. Right. So my risk factor for the HIV. Yeah, the HIV, the HIV, or the HPV. Any of the V's with the H's. Any of the V's. Right. Very low. Sure. Very low. Vanishing. Told the doctor, because they always ask, are you sexually active? (laughs) No. Would you like to be? Yeah, would you like to be? Here's a card. Come on. (laughs) I know a guy. Right. No, but it's just, you know, and and the other doctor is like, ask the same questions. No, no, I'm not. God, they're invasive. But this team of experts felt it crucial to send my blood sample off for not only HIV testing, but actually got a message that I'm at high risk for HPV because of vaginal inflammation. Okay. Uh, so, they, so basically I'm paying more you're money. Not, you're not still opening things from uh, America Online, are you? Because I think that's how that happens. <laughs> you well, know, I'm actually Sandra, opening bottles down there. That's how it's happening. But Sandra had one. Uh, our, for those who don't know, our, our pod mother, Sandra, Sandra. Uh, a, a delightful lesbian gal from the uh, metropolitan Winnipeg area. Uh, she was in for testing when she had her son and or afterwards at any rate they were talking they were asking her if she was on birth control no and but are you sexually active yes and you're not on birth control (laughs) i'm gay is what she added up and it took uh, there there was a a step back i think at that point but the whole like i mean imagine getting this this notice on your my samaritan page you know when they send you the messages hpv high risk in bold letters, I'm like, what the fuck? And I came back, oh, it's negative. Of course it's negative. What do you think? I've never had anything sexually transmitted in my life. Well. Zero. Well, come I on. have not. You went to college. Yeah, and? That's what happened. I did I not take the gonorrhea go with me. So, as far as I know, everybody there is doing a lot of fucking. Well, yeah. Well, no, I did. Well, I was too, but I did not have, uh, I've never had an STD of any kind. Hmm. For reals. Yeah. I'm, High five. That's uh, two yeah, of that's us. A, that's yeah, that's a boom. Right. You know on. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm cleanly, gentlemen. See, there, that's the thing. I'm, I'm the whole package. Yeah. Kind of a exactly. large package, but I'm the whole package. No you STDs. It, you got it going on. No pregnancies. Right. Right. No kids. Yeah. Right. Got no your own place. Husbands. Get uh, heading yeah. toward an yeah. uh, advanced degree. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, you should uh, maybe work a little of that. I should work a little of that. Hit the Tinder. People be swipe, swiping right on your ass. <laughs> the Tinder? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah, but nobody wants to put up with Dart Ben Landingham and Wamsey at this point. Those guys have to go away before there, I That would be a little them. competition. Yeah, because yeah. I'd have to have those As guys go away. As a dude, I could say that uh, I'm not I'm not down with the competition. And right. Old, uh, and just, you know, it's going to be the guys like laying on top of you going to town. He's squishing Wamsey and Dart Ben Landingham, which cannot feel good. Right. Well, so, not for you. No. So those guys got to go Which away, matters. right? Before. So as far as an that. eviction notice goes, what do you what do you do? You get in there with a uh, rotor rooter? Well, what's here's the, the madness. The we're waiting for the menopause. See? Oh, and I had my first, I, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Hot flush? Yes. Is that why it's 90 fucking degrees out? <laughs> we have you to thank for this? <laughs> I'm just that powerful. No, actually, I, I like two nights or whatever. Fuck, what, Thursday, last Thursday? I don't know when the hell it was. Last mm-hmm. Thursday, whatever. Um... I woke up at like two in the morning. I had the air conditioning on in my house, so it was probably like sixty-eight degrees in the house, little house. Oh, that's that's chilly. Yeah, well, I love I love the chilly though, yeah, because yeah. I like lots of blankets. Yeah, but I only had like one cotton blanket on. Mm-hmm. My body turned fire, and oh, I Jesus. flipped off the blanket, and I went, "That's probably a hot flash." So, and everyone else is like, "Oh," I'm like, "No, bitches! I want to get rid of it." All the gophers on your bed just went flying. Yeah. <laughs> little hobo coats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Call back, nice. Well, I want to get rid of it because when you when you get the menopause, Dart and his buddy are going to go away. Get that AARP shit going on. <laughs> no, but they go away. They shrink. Oh. They go away. Oh, they just... The listener right now is I'm going, dying. What a world. Thing. What a Too world. Too much information. Well, no, they just go away because there's nothing to uh, feast on and there's no hormones oh. going on. So they just go, and they go away. They find another chooch to invade. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the little ship goes, comes out of my V. No, it's just, it, they, they go away. Oh. So I'm kind of putting off, that's why the Dr. Leba uh, put off, Leba. <laughs> said no surgery because, okay. you know, right? So I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the menopause. So for those of you who are Listen, praying, hello, hoping, 
and I'm praying for and menopause. So for those of you who are the praying variety or the talking to Buddha or sacrifice to cave. Satan, I don't know. Yeah. If you could do put a little word in for whatever your deity is um, to really, really get on the menopause train for Dory. That way we can get Crank rid of this mash. Yeah. Up. Get rid of it. That way Wamsie and Dart go away. She can start wearing purple and a hat. And uh, <laughs> See, now I like purple. I don't wear purple. Okay. I have like one purple t-shirt. You have t-shirt. a distinction. I do. I Actually, like I, I had a, uh, it's been a long, insane day. Went, uh, <laughs> did my grocery shopping this morning at 5.30 probably. You're banana pants. And I am. And uh, picked up lavender toilet tablets. This is the thing. Okay, this is what just scared me, Tangent. When I went in to have a wee in Gary's bathroom, uh-huh, I flushed it, uh-huh. and a violent purple came out. You see? And I thought, did that come out of that's, me? That's fresh today. <laughs> <laughs> in honor of uh, Dart and... And Wamsy. And Wamsy. You- <laughs> so, uh, uh, derail, quick change. Mm-hmm. Um, put the uh, put a pin in the badge. We had... Uh, uh, I have discovered a new podcast that uh, I, I shared. <gasps> we need to... Side note, we need to get a hold of the other podcast, by the way, and so we can do the double. Right. So, I, so you're good with that? Sure. Because I'm going to tell how, them as I was asking you. Right. Figure you know, figure schedule and okay. we'll, we'll make this okay, up. Okay, good. Anyway, over to you. Yeah, crossover episode. Yep. Um, if you have the inclination yeah. and somebody has the masturbation, there's something that rhymes with that. Um, you must remember this. It's the name of the podcast. You must remember this. Oh, okay. Uh, It's old Hollywood stories. They are fantastic. She goes, it's all done by one woman Mm -hmm. and she has some backup actors to kind of give reenactments and things like that. And some, some legitimate names. She had Dana Carvey play uh, Rooney. uh, Mickey Mickey Rooney. Rooney. Yeah. His birthday is today. Dana Carvey's. Oh, really? I believe he turned 61. He was, he, uh, it's quick, another quick tangent, uh, heard him interviewed on the About Last Night podcast, Funny Funny Guys. He had open heart surgery as a young man, <gasps> younger man, uh, and was in the hospital when Frank Sinatra came in to die. <gasps> as he says, he died in my arms. But great, great interview there. Uh, so, yes, this woman, I'm forgetting her name at the moment, it's escaping me. She tells the stories of the MGM execs and how that whole thing went on and all, and like one, one episode per MGM star and how the, (gasps) the, how the, uh, like Lana Turner's daughter murdered Lana Turner's boyfriend. Yes. Yes. Uh I know that story goes into all of these great, great stories and and stories about people you've never heard of that ran the, 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 ran the studio or Mm -hmm. did this or that has a fantastic 13, I believe episode series on Charles Manson's association with Hollywood. Oh yes! Uh huh. Oh yeah, and the Beach Boys, With the Beach Boys and the whole nine and, yards. Yes, and it is fantastic. I mean, it puts you there. Oh, see, that's good. It's, it is. You must remember it, this. It, you must remember this. Okay, it you get that so on the podbean. It's on everything. On everything. Okay. Yep, yep. It's so. I probably it, Google that shit. The well, the one funny thing though is she has the most insanely specific speech impediment I've ever heard. Come on. In the middle of a word, if you have a hard T, like the word button or written. Mm-hmm. Where a person would not necessarily say it quite so hard, they might say button or written. I know what she does. Wait a minute. Is it this? Button? No. Oh. It's button or ridden. Interesting. I, I have never heard from. it before. And there are times that she'll say that this show is written by, and she'll, she'll very, you know, if, right. if the little, the little blurbs that are intros and outros of the show that, mm-hmm. that this is written by me or whatever, she'll. It's like, this is a thing that somebody said, hey, you're doing this. Knock it the fuck off. Yes. And she'll, eh, this one time I'll say written. But otherwise, you know, if this person's name is Stratton or Stratton, she'll go Stratton. Stratton. And you'll find yourself, and I actually got Sandra to listen to the show and she's like, oh, I love it. Because she's, you know, does her walk with the delivering of the mail all right, the time right, and right. needs that kind of content. Yeah. She's like super into the show, but now she's like, thanks. Now that's all I can hear, dick face. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really pulls your focus after a while. You're like. What the fuck are you doing? Sandra is, is eloquent and kind. Yes. <laughs> she, she's a ladies' lady, for sure. We love ourselves some Sandra. But uh, oh, for shit. the listener, get out there and find the You Must Remember This podcast because it will take you places. And and, and she's got... we got to add them on our Twitter. It's a hundred and some odd uh, episodes, I think. It's just... i got to find them. We'll yeah, find yeah. Them. And we'll Sandra recommended the... the um, Generation Y podcast, which is good, like true crime stuff and that kind of thing. But if you're not into the, major- not the really morbid into and the what have you, this this one is just like takes you right back to Hollywood and puts you there. See a lot of those stories because well, my mom and dad were from the era of that 
time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that's their deal. So I always got all kinds of stories about, you know, my mom saw, what she see? She saw Lana Turner. Oh, it was Lana Turner that okay. came to oh, the Long Beach base during World War II. For like a, uh, what do they call those shows? Not the USO show, but oh. they, sometimes they would just show up just to say hi to everybody yeah. and say hi to the car. So she was, mom was working there and there's Lana Turner Boom. Just walking on in. Is she the one that bleached her hair like so much? It was her or... Jean Harlow? Jean Harlow. Jean Harlow. And they, they tell her story. Mm-hmm. And the bleach she was using was like fucking Clorox. Mm-hmm. And it made her have health problems. She died at 26. Yes, she did. Crazy That's town. the magic number. Think 27. About it. 27 was Well, right it. around 26, 27. Think yeah. about how many people who are famous have died 26, 27. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Lots. 27 Club, that's the main yeah. known one. But yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it fascinates me because, you know, at the, the advanced age that we're getting to, you kind of like, oh, life has been good for hmm, last 10 years and, mm-hmm. and career-wise or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I real feel like I'm enjoying this. And these people lived fantastic lives at parties and, and you for know. For 12 minutes. Pa- yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and, and that's another thing, too, is we, we have names, Kurt Cobain or or names of historic famous people from back in the past they were famous Kurt Cobain was famous for three years mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix same thing these people died Jim at 27 Morrison. Morrison all in the 27 Janis club Janis Joplin Janis Joplin Robert Johnson uh, Amy Winehouse Amy Winehouse most recently yep all of these people, these were names we knew. These are people who, who mm-hmm. and uh, James Dean, all these people mm-hmm. who, who had this influence that, and, and decades, years, 50 years later, we know these names because yep. they had such an influence. We know their, their iconic and their view and their look, that face. I would pull, you know, if you saw a piece of burnt toast with the face of James Dean on it, you know that's fucking James Dean. And yet, <laughs> none of them have been famous as long as Kim Kardashian. Okay, now, Yeah. And, and, and that's here's the thing. Right. Do you She's think been married that, or been famous for like seven, eight years of, of like full world attention. I know. I know. Okay. Yet, Justin Bieber. Right. Okay. So the Biebs, these are not Who icons. ran a Lamborghini from the company that fucked me, by the way. Oh, nice. Go on. These are not icons. These people are not icons. Well, somehow they've, they've <sighs> cemented their image and their, it's hard to say why. And it's, you know, it's hard to even it's a say. shallow fucking gene pool. That's it, why. It's something. Because these people... That, but it's I almost mean, more remarkable, too, because you think of like, okay, so I know we know the name Leonardo da Vinci. Did amazing things. We know we know a fair number of names from early, early history. How many people were there then? Not oh, very oh, yeah. many. So so to rise to prominence and become a, a, a known, remembered name at that time was mm-hmm. a one in a, a 600 million or 300 million of the whole population mm-hmm. of the earth. Now we're 7 billion people, and for some reason of that... Four billion of them have decided that this one person is fascinating. You know what we should do? Mm. Start up. We should <laughs> <laughs> just fucking give it in. Right, suicide right. pack right now. Murder suicide. No. Have you seen should... the bumper sticker that says "Giant Meteor 2016"? Yeah, just get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> we we should actually pick someone out of our rather large circle of friends and dedicate all of us dedicate every moment of the day. To get this one person <laughs> famous, much like Ricky Gervais did for Carl Pilkey. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so we pick one person. Right. Somebody who doesn't want it. <laughs> yeah. And we make them, We, I mean, we just, it's. it'd have to be like a group packed where we did virtually nothing else but market for that person. Okay. <laughs> we could probably get them famous. Yeah. We could. Could we get them the right haircut, the right makeup artist, the right photographer? Couple the of right good, Twitter good page. Yeah. Yep. Some scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could get them famous at least for a year. I know we would. It's that. If you just have nothing else to do but that, you could do it. Yeah, if you had enough attention, enough mm-hmm. focus. Mm-hmm. Problem is, is, most people decide to get famous now by shooting other people, which is kind <sighs> of a downer. On that note, let's not go there. No. This is the Lurch Story. This is the story. Just story.